She got out the shower. All that went out the window. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't spell Jesus. And that's that's just real. That's just how. You know what I mean? He asked. <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was possible to do like a bad impersonation. No, Jasmine, that. I had to do a remix. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Jazz, and I have my amazing husband, Dion, here with me. Yay, yay. And we are so sorry for the break, but we're back now with Words of Williams, episode 10. Let's get it. Should we explain why we're late? Yeah, go ahead. It's your fault. I have an explanation. Yep. Oh, I mean, I turned 30 last Wednesday. It was my birthday. You owe. So then we had every intention of like doing it the next day, but then with having to pump out youtube content to make sure that we could like pay rent um and like get ready for our daughter's birthday our oldest daughter turned eight on the 20th which was saturday and then our middle daughter has soccer on sundays it was just a lot parenting and life came at us fast and it just didn't work out and then before you knew it it was like oh snap it's tuesday we gotta have an episode up it's been a week yeah man so we're here now all right shout out to the jamaican beat okay <laughs> our hashtag pillow talk topic today is is it okay for a couple to move in together before they are married this came from at harlan underscore gatewood on ig all right what so you thinking that's gonna be a big no for me buddy just simply because you know, <clears throat> I hope you understand when you ask us, you're most likely going to get a biblical worldview, uh, you know, our best understanding and our best interpretation of it. And so because I believe so much in the sancti sanctity of marriage and because I believe that sex is so beautiful that God actually I don't even say I don't, I don't even want to use the word beautiful. I want to say like powerful because i believe it's so powerful that he wanted to i don't know for lack of a better word contain it within marriage i think that you should not live with your boyfriend or girlfriend because uh that is going to increase the temptation to want to you know maybe cross those boundaries and so, because that's my worldview, I am, that's my answer. <laughs> and we did it. So, <laughs> we have the, we did it and could have done things different perspective. Right. So, even though we have our biblical worldview and that's where our advice and such is going to come from, that doesn't mean that we've been mature Christians all of our lives. Right. We've always done everything the right way uh like i'm gonna tell you don't punch no one in the face that doesn't mean i ain't done it before right i just like, had to make sure that was clear and <laughs> yeah and most and honestly if, if we're being real most of our advice 
is from learning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hold up, fam. <laughs> don't do what we did or don't do what I did. And so. Right. Yeah. Tell them, tell them about our, our story. Well, I guess you got to give your advice, too. Yeah. I mean, I obviously, I agree. You know, we, we read the same Bible. So <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, but even just outside of, you know, sex and all of the power that it has, living together before you're married, especially if there's not, if there hasn't really been like the friendship foundation that we've talked so much about and your communication and stuff is off, which is absolutely the case because you're, you know, in new relationships and things like that. It takes time to get all that together. I think that it confuses things and blurs lines, especially in 2019. Then you end up the forever baby mama because that temptation snuck in and you were having sex and that's where babies come from. You know, spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) And you haven't got a ring. So then before you know it, you've got six kids and this boyfriend and he got some kids on the side and you don't know what you're doing with your life. Your, you know, whole man of your dreams could be out there somewhere, but you're shacked up with some loser and for what? So I think it just confuses things. I think that having the you know, the the emotional commitment and all that kinds of stuff needs to be more mature and a thing. And so many conversations need to be had before you can, like, decide you want to get married or especially play house. Moving in with somebody is a big deal. There's bills. And it gives you stuff to argue about. Like, I love, like, young couples that, like, don't live together. They're, like, so happy. We never fight. We don't We're, fight. She's so perfect. We just My talk honey, about dear, everything. Her breath don't stink. He's never farted before ever in his life. Right. It's just amazing. No. So you move in. <laughs> Hello. No. Yep. It's going to change everything. And then there's the people that are like, well, exactly. So you got to test the waters, right? Before I sign this contract, I need to know what I'm getting myself into. No, you need to love the person that you're with and accept what you're getting yourself into if that's the person that you're going to choose to marry. Everybody's going to have their flaws. Everybody's going to have little little things that get on your nerves and all that kinds of stuff. But that's just kind of part of it. It's part of marrying somebody and accepting them as they are. Maybe they don't rinse the sink out and leave their spitty toothpaste in there. That's something y'all are going to have to talk through and work out in your marriage when you find out after you're married. (laughs) Yes. And to add perspective on that, when you really, really grow in your marriage and, you know, you guys really start building something special together, you, you understand how trivial and how petty, even like, let's say they leave the toilet seat up or, you know, they're not that good at picking up behind themselves and. Like a lot of these things that we might even factor as like I don't know like like they deal could breakers. be deal breakers yeah like <laughs> if I if I had that trial period I would have known it's like that's a very shallow way of looking at marriage but or a relationship in general yes, honestly there yeah there you go and then I think another perspective is that some things just like within reason you know sometimes they kind of sound good to us. And that's why you see me and Jazz take a biblical stance on things, 
Um, even sometimes where in our mind, it doesn't always make the most sense. And and it just has this weird way of, of, of God knowing what's best at the end of the day. And we can, this isn't something that's hard for us to grasp because a lot of us have had this instance with our parents where they told us not to do something and we didn't really understand why they were saying it, but they they were really insistent on it and then we end up not following that advice and then it's like ah dang like hindsight's 2020 yeah they were right the whole time i just didn't get it and it's it's very it's it's the same thing with our heavenly father and god and we actually see that in like the first story of the bible with adam and eve it's like they can either choose their own wisdom to define what knowledge what the knowledge of good and evil is or they can trust god's definition and that's what we're kind of giving you here and that's that's the question or the story like with your relationship or with anything in your life like are you going to choose god's wisdom which says you know what you know be patient don't be in a rush and stay away from the sex thing or will you choose your wisdom like even we did with our relationship we were like i mean we ain't married but we pretty much married like right we're gonna get yeah, married like so we, it's cool like we want to get married and so we've got self-control right we and, can do this and that's not how you want to live your life and because that it just you know even in the day and age of birth control and 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 protection if you just wait till you're married you don't there's no risk of baby mama drama it yeah, can't happen the person talking to you man you can you can have a baby and be on birth control that's a hundred percent a thing yeah and so and so it's weird it, it it someone maybe listen to this like yeah i hear what you're saying but nah nah i'm a, i'm gonna do it my way and what's crazy about god is he like you can do that you that is your prerogative. That's what you want to do. Free will. Yeah, and then it just sucks when we come back blaming God or or upset with him for something that Why know. did you let this happen? Yeah, like no. I, I can't raise to. no kid. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't want that to happen, man. That's why I told you. That's why that's why I had you listen to that podcast and you didn't really know why. And so that's our answer with a lot of things and I think it's and that's what we try to acknowledge for you guys is that we get how it can be tempting to do things our own way and uh and i think sex is so much like it's so it's one of those hard ones to control and so i think you should be safe and not live together because really what you're doing is you're just you're giving people parts of you like literal parts and emotional parts (laughs) like you're and it's the emotional that's even the deepest right soul ties like yeah you're connecting yourself to somebody that you could potentially not be with forever which is why it just makes sense to wait until you're with that forever person i would love to have a have a do-over right you know it it, it's just you hear people say and you're like oh they old they don't want me to have fun i want me to get no booty and blah 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 no we're just telling you that it's gonna be worth it if you wait yeah I promise you it will and that's what's cool too and that's why we get so passionate about giving advice especially the areas where we failed or could have done better because we want you guys to understand the severity of your decisions your decisions are in pen they leave stains and they can be and there could be consequences and so 
when you're thinking about sex, you're thinking about the minute. You're thinking about the best parts of it. We're saying that sex can, things can come along with it. There can be diseases. There can be babies. Things that don't, you can't just respawn. Could be. Or restart. Emotions. Yeah. Scars. Like emotional scars. There's just a lot that comes with it. And when you think about sex, like think, think of the, it literally it was designed to create life. Like that's a powerful thing. Right. To reproduce. That's the power of what that that entails. And he also created a, you know, a family structure to go within that. And so it has its containments. But it, it, like I said, even if it's not, you know, reproducing, it's spreading or or causing like bad diseases, lifelong diseases. And so there's it's not just it's something that should be taken serious. That's our point. Right. So you shouldn't put yourself in a bad situation to mess up something so serious. So I think that especially like if you're dating somebody serious and you're at the point where you feel like you'd be ready to move in and all that kinds of stuff, it's like I'd really assess why. For what? Right. Like what's going to change? If you're not ready to like get married right then, why are you ready to move in? What about moving in is appealing to you? Weigh those weigh those pros and cons and just kind of really check your intentions and you could probably change your own mind. Um it's just complicated. Right. And the story you're telling on telling yourself on why you got to move in probably isn't that real. Right. So I think one of my favorite quotes, too, is that you can't lose a fight that you don't get into. I don't know who said it, but that's that's what we're going for, too. Like, if you're not even tempted and seeing him every day, because that was our thing. We were like, yo, we're being celibate. We ain't going to do none of that, but we live together. She get out the shower. She's smelling right. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, I I had been, I might have spent my whole morning praying, fasting, reading scripture. She get out the shower. All that went out the window. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't spell Jesus. And that's that's just real. That's just how you know what I mean? And it was like fluff all that. And that's not good. And so that's what I'm telling you guys. That's that's how we would fail. And and yeah. Don't even get in the fight. You can't lose it. Right. So if you're tempted, make a list. Right. Okay. One more. I got two more slits. I got two more slits. Two more Yep. Just because it goes back to the story in the garden, Adam and Eve, of just def- it, it, it's humbling. And that's what we don't like to say, okay, your way is better than my way. And I'm going to humble myself to trust that. And that's not always fun, but that's what we're essentially doing here in humbling yourself to say, I'm not even going to get in the fight because I know there may be this this carnal like what's the word i'm looking for like i guess i don't know if this fits as well for like females but like a primal like i said just out the out the shower oh you're smelling good you know what i mean like literally all the scripture just goes out out your head and it's being your flesh (laughs) yes and it's being humble enough to say you know what that part of me exists instead of being on this level of like i can you know, you know, I, I can I can deal with anything and I have this like you don't get tempted and that you can't be that you can't have moments of weakness because when you don't have that humility, you put yourself in fights to lose. Right. So that's where the humility comes in and saying, all right, 
I know I could mess up, so I'm going to trust your ways over mine. Okay. And then, too, just to put the final final stamp on it, you guys got to think this is this is coming from us starting that way and ending on a, uh, in, being on a, on a good note. We're 10 years, four kids and an empire later. And our advice is still the same. (laughs) So it's like clearly living together and things like that. We've, we've survived and love each other and we're doing just fine, but that doesn't change the fact that we would, we would do it different. Yep. And y'all get to make us proud by doing different. And communicating with each other. Yep, yep. Was that Japanese? Yeah, but it was like a house remix at the end. Okay. It was I've been yeah, I've been working okay. on that one. Japanese house, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Okay. Um our Asked and answered question today comes from Eloquently Rob on IG. He asked, <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, take a swig of that. Yep. Um, how do you keep your date nights fresh after being together for so long? Who's going first, me or you? You. Okay. I think this is gonna, this is a good, this is a good question. We're gonna have two different but related perspectives I'm sure for me is I'm very I'm very much a fan of just being sensitive to every situation and not so much trying to dictate how things need to go or creating rules around it because that's that was my initial personality and my approach to a lot of things so I was looking for like the cheat sheet on dating your spouse and how you need to switch it up every, you know, 180 days and there's a certain pattern you got to follow. And I'm not saying things like that may not exist in certain areas of our life, but <clears throat> I think it's in, it's important in a relationship to just be very, very flexible and in tune with what's going on. And so you may have, like, we have a very consistent theme in our dating and, and, and how we date and the kind of dates that we go on. And I'll let you speak on that a little bit. But it just works for us. And we don't need it. We don't put additional pressure on it, on ourselves to change. If it's not broke, we don't put pressure to fix it. And we also allow our dates to be something that's genuine for us. And we're not comparing them to anyone else's dates. Not to say we don't might not get inspired by something like, oh, that's dope. We should go do that. But there's couples that go on certain dates that are perfect for them, but that would be horrible for us, and it wouldn't be a good time. And so I like the idea of us just staying true to who we are. And sometimes I was doing the same thing, four dates in a row. And then sometimes it's, it's saying, you know what? We really need to go somewhere. Let's Let's buy a plane ticket. And there hasn't been a necessarily pattern because different seasons call for different things. And so that would be my advice that I think everyone could use um, no matter where you're at, whether you've been married for 10 years or been together 10 days, you should be getting to know them. They should be getting to know you and you let the magic flow from there. Don't try to force anything else outside of that. I feel that. 
I agree. Because this is where, again, having liking the person that you're with and having a foundation of friendship is important because then it's really not so big of a deal as to what you're doing, but just enjoying the company of the person that you're with, you know, like for my 30th birthday is a perfect example, probably top three birthdays of all time. And we went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast. Right. And talked life and business. and Went to an arcade. Well, yeah, we went to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> like, we just... We was just he in bed by nine? Hung out. Yeah, we went and we, like, we drove into the desert and we took turns staring at the sun for ten seconds and <laughs> took pictures. <laughs> and, like, took selfies with each other in the desert. Um... And they're like, we missed the kids. That's right. And then we went home and talked to our kids and watched Big Brother. <laughs> like, and it was the best. That was, was so perfect. lit to us. I don't even think people, like people, there's people listening. They're like, man, y'all so old. We that were was so lit. happy that all was day. Fun. I, but, I told her multiple times, like, I thought like this is my birthday. Fluff yo. Right. It was like, me. it's my birthday. I needed this. It was this. crazy. Yep. But it was cool to just detach from work. But then also for my birthday, we flown to Dubai. <laughs> and so right. it's like there's just like you said different different time periods call for different things but i think it just comes down to just knowing each other and what's crazy is the day wasn't planned it was like here's like where's your favorite place to go to breakfast i want to go to cracker barrel yeah. you know cool we're going to cracker barrel then and then from there it was like where do you want to go now well what are we gonna do and we just figured it out and had fun with each other so i think it's just it's important to just make sure that you're constantly working on your relationship and creating the opportunities to be able to talk to each other and check in and see what the other person's interested in and always just keeping that conversation open so that the opportunities are there for spontaneity it's like ooh, um because i would say that i don't And of course, it's easy to get into comparing different birthdays and whatnot. But like, I feel like the Dubai trip was a 10 out of 10 for the season that it was in. And and then this last one was a 10 out of 10 for what it is. Like it worked for the season that we were at. And I I don't think this, the kind of date we had last, you know, was last week, your birthday, Mm -hmm. would have been the same in the Dubai season. Like, I think the Dubai season was perfect for where we were at. And then this date was perfect for where we're at now and just everything we got going on around us. And I like our ability to do that. And I think that shows that when you take the time to get to know your partner and understand their love language and what's important to them, you can get the same effect with different budgets. We had Dubai budget. Right. Right. And then this 30th birthday was a lot cheaper. Right. But the same effect happens. So someone might be thinking, dang, I can't go to Dubai. You know, that's not the that's not what we're saying. You don't need to go to Dubai. What like the effect from Dubai had so much more meaning past all the money we spent and the fact that it was in another country. And that's why we were able to get that same effect at at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> right. Uh, it's just important too to just consider 
just to consider each other. And then naturally, like when you're together with somebody and stuff, hopefully you're taking an interest in each other's interest. You know, like I've been a football fan for the last 10 years. Right. <laughs> First 20 years of my life, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> but it's like in order to try and spend more time with my significant other, I took an interest. I learned. I asked questions. What is this? How does this work? So that way I can at least talk crap and enjoy watching it when he is. Yeah. Which makes it so it doesn't matter what you're doing on your date. You're just enjoying each other's company. We've created a product before for Dion's birthday. That's what he wanted to right. do. Yep. Spent the whole day making a product. That was dope. He was so happy and it made me happy to see him happy. So then I had, I mean, that wasn't how I expected us to spend the day. I was like, woo, birthday turn up. Let's go have fun. He was like, ooh, let's create this product. What? You want to work? Right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Cool. And most people are like, fluff that, no work on your birthday. But if we were going by those rules, that, that was one of my favorite birthdays. And so. Be yeah. flexible. Be you. Right. So the point is, is spend more time focusing on making sure you're in tune with your significant other's needs. And then your dates will just naturally be fresh and take form because spending time with each other is just fresh and awesome on its own. So that no matter what you guys are doing, it's just going to be a good time. Right. And don't assume anything's going to get old. We've been married for 10 years well, coming up on 10 years, been together for 10 years, and we love watching movies. And that was like, when we first started, that was our thing. Yeah. I had like, I worked for the radio station, I had movie passes, and we were just always seeing movies. And that's like one of the first things we think of now, and it's just, that's us. Whether we go to a movie or see what's on demand. Right. Like, that's what we do. When Redbox was a thing, we were Redboxing, like. Right. Hollywood video, blockbuster since day one. Bootleg. <laughs> right. Yup. Barbershop DVDs. And I just don't see that ever. We just, it's just, just us. We like movies, man. Or shows, you know. Same thing. Okay. Are we transitioning? Yeah. See, obviously, you're not as eclectic as you thought you were. I mean, I, maybe I'm not. Enlighten me. That was Romanian. That was Romanian? With the, yeah, with a, with a Swedish twang to it. That was when it got lower? That was the Swedish? Yeah, inspired. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, the homie Jabril underscore Hoskins. Jabril. Has submitted the most suggestions to the podcast thus far. So I need everybody to step their game up. My guy. Like, y'all got to get it together. At Jazz Does. <laughs> like, let me know what's up. But his suggestion for whose side 
is the best breakfast item. You ready? Best breakfast item. Let's do it. We'll say it on three. One, two, three. Bacon. Waffles. Bacon. Why bacon? That's not even fair. Why bacon? Why not bacon? Why bacon? Do you like bacon? Bacon is delicious. I'm just saying. But I don't know if it's the best breakfast item delicious. Whoa. I mean, I just can't think of any cons of bacon. Like, bacon. Bacon is so amazing. It's transcended into every meal. Like, it's not just breakfast. It's there for you for lunch. It's there for dinner. People people wrap things in bacon to take it to the next level. Right? But then that just makes me feel like it's like a professional feature artist. Like, the best of its career is when it's collabing with somebody else, like Nicki Minaj. Right. So it's actually the reverse. It's like when you collab with bacon, you've made it. But when we're talking about breakfast and as a solitary item, that's not the case. It is fine. You can't on just its own. eat. You can't just eat bacon Whoa. for breakfast. Yes, uh, yes, you can. When have you just ate bacon for breakfast? You can actually think of a lot of times I've made. I had bacon for just bacon, bacon for breakfast. Yeah, you're satisfied. You're gonna go to IHOP and just get a plate of bacon. No, and that's breakfast. No, 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 no. I think if I got free reign and it's my choice. And I have options. I would love to have a waffle with my bacon. Like, I'll give you waffle as number two. But I'm just here to tell you it's not even like, it's not even close. It's not even in the same stratosphere. Bacon is so OP, God had to ban it in the Old Testament. I can't. He was like, Ninja, y'all can't can't even fluff with bacon. It's that OP. See, but it's like I struggle with it, though, as an item because it can't stand on its own. Like, with waffles, you can eat a waffle. It's just so versatile. You can make a waffle from scratch. You got waffle makers. You got Eggos. You got all the different kind of flavors, all the different kind of toppings. And if you want to add something on the side, you can. But waffles can make a meal of its own. Get a nice Belgian waffle or just pop a couple Eggos in the toaster and you're good. Right. It's just kind of perfect. Like pancakes, I feel like they can they just they're too dry. Mm. I just pancakes like homemade pancakes are cool, you know, grandma makes the pancakes. Grandma's pancakes are cool. But like getting a pancake at like IHOP or Cracker Barrel or Denny's or something like that, it's just just flour. I'm with you on that. Waffles over pancakes. But you're not okay, let me ask you. And then this. even with eggs, like you just can't eat an egg by itself. You need some bacon. Or a waffle or something. So it just can't be by itself. Nah, but see, here's the thing. Bacon's got you back. So for your birthday, which you just mentioned what was so amazing. Yeah. Did you get bacon? I had fire bacon on my bacon birthday. Bacon was there for you. Yeah. I didn't see you with the waffle. Cracker Barrel doesn't have waffles. That's, that's kind of my point. <laughs> that's kind of my point. Bacon was there for you. Where was the waffle at? Bacon made your day. I didn't. I don't know. What I mean, I didn't was. necessarily want a waffle, but if I'm gonna argue breakfast items, like the best one, I would feel like with facts that that's that that's what that is. I mean, I'm pick, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Right. Bacon was bomb. Complimented my grits and eggs very well. Hello. But 
I still feel like if we're talking solitary items, that the waffle is more clutch and more effective. Y'all gotta tweet us, hit us on IG, let us know. Send us a send us a picture next time you eat it, even if it's a week from now. Next time you eat what? Either bacon or a waffle. Let us know. Oh yeah. Or if you haven't met the same time, what what which one just meant more to you? I mean, that's not fair. Bacon is delicious. I that's don't deny the, whoa, that. Whoa, I Just like I'm with you on waffles. Yeah. I'm just saying there's a distinct one and two here. Okay. And it's, it's got to be bacon, fam. So, so we'll see. Um. Oh, so are we done with that? Yeah. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. He like he like prepped his whole body. Hanna Maria, Hanna Hish, Hanna Wa, Honda, 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 Hanna Nina, Hanna Sina Mana, Honda, Honda, Eh, Hoya. I didn't think it was possible to do like a bad impersonation. No, of Jasmine, that. I had to do a remix, so we're gonna get copyright issues. <laughs> you know how you gotta like they tweak the pitch a little bit <laughs> on YouTube. With your kids' bot version of <laughs> yeah. the Lion King. Yeah, I ain't want that. I, I ain't want that you. copyright smoke. I can't deal with the, the movie. Kids just bot. dropped. The movie just dropped. It's gonna be they watching. So I saved us there. You know what? Just because, just because you did it, we're just, I'm just going to spontaneously throw in a segment right now. Just Uh-oh. just because you brought it up. Let's hear it. I mean, hashtag unpopular opinion. The Lion King wasn't all that. Ooh, ooh, you, oh, you want the smoke. <laughs> I want all the smoke. You want all the okay. Lion King wasn't all that. I'm kind of with you on that, though. Like, and seeing I'm coming from a stance of that's my favorite Disney movie growing up. D wasn't really checking for it, for real. Yeah. But I was thoroughly disappointed so just to give them context and perspective on it out of a one one to ten what do you give the lion king a four whoa that's a hot take you gotta at least give them a six i don't though you can't give them a six jasmine a six i give it a four and i blame social media because Here's what happened. People got on and were like, oh my gosh, Beyonce killed it as Nala. Now for me, I was trying to figure out how many different ways you can you can talk. Like what what was so amazing? Like was it the her the singing? Were we, oh, were we right. confused about whether Beyonce was gonna deliver a good a good song or not? And then I mean, she read her script like everybody else. So I don't know. Just the hype. Everybody was just so hype. I was hyped too. I shared the memes. If that first nod don't hit right, I'm walking out the theater. I was ready. And they killed that beginning. That nah came on and it was just goosebumps and like warmth filled my body. And it was just wonderful. Even like how the animals popped up, the colors, everything. It was great. But then dialogue started and it was just the most emotionless movie. It was horrible. I just didn't feel good. 
I think that's kind of the the issue with the live action, you know, because if you're going for that realism, a lion can only make so much of an expression. See, but even outside of the facial expressions, I felt like they left out a lot of like iconic key scenes that people were looking for for that nostalgia trip that they were hoping to have. The Rafiki scene. Yeah. He didn't even say a Sampisana right. He like said some other words. He's supposed to be up there like a Sampisana, squash banana, banana. No, he didn't do that. He said something else. I was like, what the fluff is going on? They better not mess this scene up. And then he didn't crack Simba in his head with the stick. That was the worst part for me. That broke my heart. That was tough. But, you know. You didn't. You didn't have any points where you were like, "Oh, it's cool seeing this old story come to life in this like unique way." I just don't understand how you can clone people in real life, but you can't CGI a smile on a lion. It just doesn't make any sense. Not for live action, though. They what were I going w- for the realism. Why not? Will Smith was a blue genie crip walking underground. I don't understand. <laughs> like, I didn't see that one. It's just Aladdin was. Aladdin was cool. And Aladdin, for me, wasn't one of my favorite movies growing up. And I enjoyed that thoroughly. Probably the only thing I can say that I respected and appreciated um, that was a change that I thought was, like, okay, that I accepted was Be Prepared. Be Prepared is Scar's song with the hyenas. Instead of it being, like, a big production song, it was almost as if, like, a spoken word speech. That was cool. So that was kind of cool. But... The fights were cool. But my sister totally missed it. She was like, they didn't, Scar didn't even sing his song, you know? So it was like, no, well, he did. He just talked it. He didn't, it wasn't a musical thing. But see, so parts like that, okay, were dubs. Maybe some of the things that they left out were L's. But like I said, the fighting and the scenes, like, was it the gorge or the, the stampede? Like, just seeing those in HD, cool effects, you didn't like that? That didn't get you. That didn't get you points to come up from a foe. I mean, the effects were okay, but I missed the emotion of the story. When Mufasa is climbing up the rock and like Simba's on the other rock in the little corner, and he's like waiting and he's watching him. There's a moment when Mufasa like loses his footing and it's like he's gonna slip and he's gonna fall back down, and Simba like sinks into his shoulders with him, like as his dad falls, because he's just so intently watching his hero fight for his life. And Simba didn't shrink into his shoulders, and I'm upset about it. (laughs) Like, I just, it just wasn't the same. I don't like that Scar pieced Mufasa up while he was in the air after he let him go. Like, you didn't let him go already. What'd you have to pop him three times for? Like, I don't know. It was just So your inner child is just screaming. Yeah, it was just, it was awful. And then, too, like, if you're somebody that knows the words, and I get because they lacked the emotion, you can't really... I don't know, you, 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 maybe they had to elaborate more on certain things, but then it's like some stuff that they left exactly the same and then took out awesome stuff that people were waiting for, and I just think they missed the mark. I was so excited for James Earl Jones to play Mufasa again because nobody can play Mufasa like him, and he didn't even play Mufasa like him. That deliberately didn't hit right at all. It was the most monotone... <laughs> You deliberately disobeyed me. No, see, you did it better than he did in the live action. Yeah. You deliberately disobeyed me. Yeah, that hurts. What are you trying to do right now? Right. No, in in the real one, that that hits. But it's worse. 
You put Nala in danger. I don't know. There's just things you expect. I feel but that's you. it. I'm done. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. I'm well, sorry about that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hashtag help us understand. So this submission came from underscore Tony dot two eyes. Okay. She wrote me because <laughs> she had saw a post. And so the topic is should a marriage license have to be renewed? So the shade room, you know, this profile on Instagram, they post news about people and then just random stuff that happens in social media. And it was what if marriage licenses expired and needed to be renewed to continue the marriage was the concept that was up for a discussion. And the premise was, okay, so renewal on your marriage license should be 40 to $90 every three to four years. <laughs> she was like, and I know a lot of y'all are going to say, well, marriage is supposed to be for life. Well, hun, that's just not realistic. Divorce rates are high. So why go through divorce when you can just choose not to renew your marriage license. Marriage is a business and a lot of y'all have no business being married. And just to clarify, that's the person's post, not the listener who, you know, sent it in. Right. All right. What do you think? I don't like that. I think there's a lot of things out there today. I think marriage is under attack, man. I think people are trying to redefine it in a lot of different ways and they're trying to take the seriousness out of it. I think it's a covenant between, you know, obviously you two and God, and it's set up for a reason. And so the idea that it's kind of just this thing that you can choose to like not renew and not even take that serious, even like treat it like a business, I just, mm mm. I don't like it. Then you could just use it as a threat. Be like, you know what? That's why when it's time to renew, right? I ain't renewing. Exactly. I'm keeping my ninety dollars. I'm buying some shoes. Exactly. And again, the 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 logic behind it, I I don't think that it's just horrible. And I can get how people are looking around and saying, yeah, look at divorce rates and look at this. But I think it's also easy to say, all right, look at what God's word is and his advice and look at how we're straying away from that. Again, taking it all the way back to Genesis. So there's a reason that things like divorce rates are high. And I think uh, getting back to his word would help that a lot. And that requires us to take marriage way, way, way more serious. Agreed. Because then, too, I feel like it's like... (laughs) You know, marriages, you know, divorce rates are high or whatever, which is all the more reason for you to not rush in to a marriage situation. Because just like you cannot renew, you could have not got married. <laughs> like nobody forced you to get married. And then to touch on you saying, you know, people trying to change it. That's like so true. It's like if you don't like the rules around marriage or how it's set up and all that kinds of stuff and it's not for you, then don't partake. But don't try to change what it is. It originated where it originated from, and it's going to be what it's going to be. There it is. That's our opinion. Again, it's a biblical worldview. I mean, even even outside of biblical world, I just think that's dumb. 
like no. <laughs> even just life and put the Bible aside. This just doesn't make any sense. Don't get married. Like, would you have a trial? You're on a you're on a trial period or a probationary period for your marriage. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Because then you're getting married with knowing that you you got like some out clause or whatever. I don't know. It's just the day and age of the participation medal. Right. You're a millennial that said that you want to. Well, that's why it makes sense to them, because that's easier. It's easier to have a way out. It's an easier to have. It's easier to have an excuse. It's yeah. So that's it. And that's 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 the spirit that we're we fight a lot is just trying to help people realize that. The easy routes and the cut in the corners, they seem good for a season, but long term, that is not the move. Yeah, like the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. Like you take care of your situation and the things that you're trying to handle in your life, and then things just naturally seem easier because you're putting the necessary work in to do stuff. It's when you try to fight how things should be that you find yourself having a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, our opinion, though, make sure. You get at us on Twitter. Hashtag help us understand. Yep, yep. And let us know what you guys think. Make sure you're continuing to submit your general relationship topics with the hashtag pillow talk and asking questions about Dion and I's relationship with the hashtag ans- asked and answered. Excuse me. Um, You can also, you know, DM me at Jazz Does on Instagram if you come across stuff or want to link us to something too. I want Jack in the Box. Okay. You down? I mean, yeah, I start my new diet. Oh, fluff. I forgot. We can't. Nah. I'll get it. What do you mean you'll get it? I'll get it. You'll get what? As in, I'll get it and you can't. You can't just get Jack in the Box and not give me some. That's the (laughs) thing. If I can't have any, you can't go. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know what you think this is. Uh,. Uh, what's it hashtag asked and answered ask us how the how our jack in the box fight went when I got jack in the box and didn't give her none you're not going to jack in the box <laughs> you're gonna edit this podcast so we can go up on time and then you're coming upstairs and going to bed like you're not going to jack in the box if I don't have any you can't go uh, I'm glad you're amused I'll start AIP tomorrow my ninja my ninja be a nods it. She's got burgers on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Poor you. And then again, we're so sorry that we had that week gap. That definitely wasn't the intention. We're going to be recording in bulk moving forward. So just make sure you guys are doing your part because it's a listener led show. So we have content when you guys provide it by letting us know what you want to hear us talk about. And if you're enjoying it, make sure you rate us. Come on, man. Let us hold five stars one time. And give us a review on iTunes. Write a comment. Be screenshotting when you're listening, putting us on your story. We got to get the word out. If we can spread this and be able to do this full time, that's 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 goals. Right. But you guys got to help us get there. By the people, for the people. We love y'all. Yes, ma'am. We appreciate you. Until next time, God first, God bless.